What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. All right, let's get back into it with our panel, Rocco Rossi, Kevin Gadet, and Alyssa Freeman. You could, uh, I, I wanted to follow up on this uh, discussion we've been having because, I mean, this is such a, a monumental occasion with Ford promising to invoke the notwithstanding clause, uh, where it's sort of drawn out a lot of these disparate parties who are uh, either trying to capitalize on it or uh, make their own political hay. The mayor, for uh, what it's worth, is suggesting that uh, he's pushing back as hard as he can on the council cuts. He's called for an emergency city council meeting for Thursday. Alyssa, does this signify anything of consequence? Well, you know, I did hear the mayor on uh, on several interviews today, and starting first thing in the morning. And it was interesting when asked directly, "What would he do? Does he agree? Does he not agree?" He he refused. He sort of skirted around the the whole issue and refused to answer. So it's interesting what this emergency meeting is. Obviously, it's definitely a signal of something. I think that what what's... Well... Well, you meant the Prime Minister today as well. What does that signal? That he met the Prime Minister. I mean, <laughs> I, I heard I heard what the Prime Minister had to say after that meeting, and it was just that it's his daily campaign message. Well, and and what ha- what has happened is that Doug Ford has sort of become Tory's foe, as opposed to Jennifer Keysmat for the time being with this uh, particular political play. Do you think that's going to help though if Tory is seen as opposing Ford? I think that it'll give him a lot of airtime and give him a lot of uh, give him sort of a different platform in order to you know talk to the people and to reach more people. The one thing that I do find that when Tory does get into this, he really gets into the weeds and he really gets into the details and he he kind of loses his listener. He really has to stay. Uh, above board, his messages have to be a lot more top line, and he. Well, Sorry, laughing. nobody's ever accused John Tory of being a good communicator. Well, a well-meaning guy, but not a good communicator. And, uh, yeah, but now he really does need to be, and that's a good point, actually, Kevin. Yeah, but what's you, the you message he's communicating? What's the message he's communicating? This is the point. I'm, I'm kind of curious. Like, if he stakes out a position here, that would be a refreshing. But B, uh, will it help him or hurt him if he's seen uh, being opposed to Ford in this one, Rocco? Well, look at he he has a whole bunch of both uh, principal and political issues um, to deal with. He's got um, you know the left on council and in his uh, in his opponent uh, that is trying to um, uh, make this into a, a as big a political issue as possible. Um, I think he, uh, as with many people, is upset not necessarily with the uh, the end result, but with the process, the timing, and so on. He's 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 an incredibly fair-minded guy. Say what you will, um, you know, he's totally above board. Uh, but he's on the horns of a dilemma. But he is definitely on the horns of a dilemma. He's talking about a referendum, Kevin. Uh, that, or at least, we'd be better served if there were a referendum dealing with the cuts to council. Does he make sense on that front? <clears throat> well, he would be spending $8 million to get a... To a, no a, end. Well, thank you, Rocco. To yeah. to, to to what end? Uh, constitutionally, there's, there'd be no... It's an awful lot of money uh, to, to get an answer, the effect of which he can do nothing with, because this will already have been resolved legally, constitutionally. He has no power over it. Um, and I'm mindful that his opposition to Doug Ford... I, I'm not clear on what he, what he sacrifices because there is no candidate to the right of him 
And all this does is allow him to even move further left, which squishes Keysmat even further left. And all that does is give him a larger voter pool, or it pushes down the voter turnout from center right-wing minded people who just won't vote because they see him as such a left-wing candidate. Um, so I just don't see a lot of down, downside for him on this. I, I also think that people are maybe looking to Tory to see if he is the type of guy who can stand up to Ford. And I think that, you know, no matter what sort of the outcome of this is, you know, if there was a referendum, I think it'd be a fait accompli. You know, I think everybody would say nobody wants more politicians. But I think that people are looking at Tory and they're hoping that he sort of stands up to Doug Ford, holds his ground, and at least provides some sort of uh, leadership and opposition. So... You know, you know, it's interesting. It's giving him, like I said before, it's giving him this the new platform. And however it turns out, people are watching him very carefully on how he does his uh, messaging and how he comes at this issue. All right. I wanted to uh, pivot to another type of blowback that's being seen in Newfoundland because there's a a company there, DJ Composites, a U.S.-based aerospace company, where they've locked out 30 employees who are uniform members and uh, this lockout's taken place now for 21 months I- interestingly enough now uh, the uniform uh, union is playing hardball by naming and shaming the replacement workers the so-called scabs as a matter of fact they posted online meet the scabs videos exposing the workers crossing the picket line even taken from their private uh, or uh, let's say public facebook postings and uh some of this now is, uh, well, it's very heated, it's very personal. Jerry Diaz, who is the president of Unifor, was on with us last hour suggesting that there's no recourse. This was uh, something that they had to do in order to try to bring this thing to a head. We'll come back in a moment, find out if you agree that this was appropriate in this context or not. And there's also uh, an artist depiction, a cartoonist of Serena Williams having her meltdown at the U.S. Open on the weekend. And whether or not he's crossed the line, he's being uh, criticized for being racist in that depiction. Those topics and more in moments worthy of consideration, certainly with Rocco Rossi, Kevin Gadette, and Alyssa Freeman. Here on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.